Welcome to Gut Wisdom, a show about work, life, and how to succeed in both. It's radio that resonates. Now, here are your hosts, Deirdre Koppelman and J.G. John Gassman. Tonight, we are celebrating Kirby Brown's 47th birthday. And for those of you who are wondering, who is Kirby Brown? Let me share this with you. Kirby was an adventurous, dynamic woman and lived every single day to be a better person. Mm. Her boundless energy touched everybody around her, but unfortunately, her beautiful life came to a tragic end as she sought personal empowerment, self-improvement, JJ. Yeah, and you know the self-improvement market? Huge market. And it's like the wild, wild west out there. All these self-help gurus preaching. There are no rules. There are no regulations. Mm -hmm. There's no licensing. How do do they protect people? Well, we're going to find out tonight because joining us, ironically, on Kirby's 47th birthday is her mom, Ginny Brown. Ginny's an educator and a therapist in private practice. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a result of the tragedy that her daughter Kirby suffered, Ginny's the founder of Seek Safely. It's a nonprofit. And it's really a resource to guide us consumers on how to keep the self-help practitioners accountable for their actions through legislation and certification and more awareness, more uh, awareness yeah. and transparency. Yeah, this is no small racket, this business. I think Harvard Business Review said it was a multi-billion dollar industry, and that's lots of money being spent on the personal growth side. And if you're someone or you know someone who are always striving for self-improvement, tonight's broadcast has some wisdoms you would want to be aware of. No question about it. I mean, who isn't? Do you know anybody who's not on? That? I'm a junkie. You're a junkie, a self-improvement junkie, so stay tuned. WCBS. Delays of two hours plus. With drive time traffic every five minutes, live from Chopper 880. We're just getting the first look here. Plus all the latest news. Several buildings have been evacuated. WCBS News Radio 880. Just a few months ago, the self-help industry was valued at, get this, 999 billion dollars that's with a b that's with a b and that's a whole lot of money being spent on personal growth tonight you're going to hear a story about kirby brown the daughter of our esteemed guest tonight Ginny brown you're going to learn how help can actually hurt and also how you can protect yourself and others from senseless and i'm telling you senseless self-help tragedies you're listening to gut wisdom i'm deirdre koppelman here with your co-host John Gassman, a.k.a. J.G. We have Ginny Brown in the house. J.G.? Yeah, this is a big night. Ginny is an educator, as well as a therapist in private practice, and she's also the founder of Seek Safely. Google that, everybody. I want you to look it up later. Mm -hmm. It's an organization whose mission is to educate the public about, you know, the whole self-help world, Mm -hmm. as well as to bring change to this unregulated industry. That's the scary part. There's a lot of people out there promising, well, first of all, professing to be gurus and and the people that can help you change your life. And, you know, from this, I, I won't mention any names, but when you think about how much volume is out there for anybody who wants to learn and grow and be better and challenge themselves and yet that entire 9.9, let's not forget, yeah. $9.9 billion industry is not regulated. That's a problem. Yeah, I can't believe that there's no licensing requirement. No licensing. Well, Ginny but, Brown but is- But meanwhile, good. a coach, if you wanted to be an athletic coach here in New York, guess what? You have to get licensed by the state of New York. Yeah. It, the- it makes no sense. 
Well, we're going to find out more. I don't yeah. know why why that is the case and how we can help change it, perhaps. But I'd like to hear from uh, Ginny Brown and and the story about Kirby. So, welcome, Ginny. Yay. Thank Hi. you. We're so glad that you're here. And I and I just want to point out for our listeners, uh, Ginny also is a listener and reached out to me a year ago this March uh, after listening to a Gut Wisdom episode. And shared, uh, one, she liked the episode, which was very nice, and also a little bit about um, her endeavors and, and what she's about. And I said, you know, we have we, we should really tell your story. There's a totally. lot of wisdoms and awareness that we can help others with. And for all of this time, since almost a year ago, we have gone back and forth, scheduling, rescheduling, <laughs> uh, talking. Preempted by sports. <laughs> preempted by sports, all of this stuff. And finally, okay, after the last preemptions, we, we pushed forward. We said, okay, we're going to record on this date. And mm-hmm. it just so happens, ironically, that this date is exactly her daughter Kirby's birthday. The universe was speaking. The universe. meant to be The universe today. led us here, Ginny. So one happy birthday to Kirby. Thank you. And um, we really are very grateful that you will share the story with us and our listeners. So um, before we get into the whole self-help industry and, you know, it's fact that it's not regulated and and how many people look to the self-help industry for personal empowerment and and all of those, uh, you know, things we search for, we're wondering if you could first share a little bit about Kirby's story with all of us tonight. Well, first of all, thanks a lot for having me and giving me an opportunity to introduce you to Kirby. Kirby is the oldest of four in our family. Mm-hmm. She was just an incredible spirit. We, um, I always described her as drunk on life. Uh, she mountain biked, climbed, repelled. Uh, she rode horses. She lived in the Baja, surfed the big waves on the wow. East Cape. Uh, when she graduated from college as an English major, she ran a horse farm and then was driving limousines in Manhattan here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a free she spirit. She liked to experience much. life. So she really lived outside the box, uh, trying to figure out how she wanted to live and then how she was going to support that. So in in um, San Jose del Cabo, where she lived for 10 years, she had a decorative painting business with another artist. And... Um, they painted houses to antique them to make them look like they had been there forever mm-hmm. and uh you know do different treatments to make walls look like leather or uh, stone or something like that she was always wanting to be more better always looking to improve herself and was very taken with the book the secret Mm-hmm. And uh, then she also loved watching Oprah, and uh, James Ray was featured on The Secret, and the whole concept of the law of attraction, I think, captured her imagination. And um, she heard a uh, she heard James Ray speak at a an event in the Baja, and it was at that time that she then signed up for the Harmonic Wealth two day kind of introductory. Uh, seminar with him, and she invited me to go with her. It was in March of 2009, which I did, and then we signed up my husband uh, to do the same event in May in San Diego, and Kirby also attended with him, and it was at that event that she signed up to do the five-day spiritual warrior retreat in Sedona, Arizona in October. Um, and what, uh, just just so we know, what is a or what, what was a 
what was described what's involved with this with a retreat? spiritual warrior retreat well i think she knew that they were going to be doing some native american uh traditional practices which appealed to her um as I said, she was a pretty out-of-the-box kind of person, so I think she, spirituality from different places in the world really appealed to her. She knew that there'd be yoga, meditation, um, seminars, and that she would be with a group of other people. Right. So that's what, and what she knew. What, what did that kind of a retreat promise? Well, it really promised breakthroughs in your life so that you would become more self-aware, confront your self-limiting beliefs. She Mm. was anxious to kind of blow out this business. She wanted to take it to the next level. And I think she had some personal questions about finding her life partner. Mm -hmm. So um, she was there to learn things about herself, as she had always been the learner. She was a seeker. Yes, she was a seeker. Trying new things. and. Mm -hmm experiencing different things in life. Yeah, it's obvious. So what happened? Well, if you don't mind sharing. On October 9th, a trooper came to our door and asked me if I knew Kirby Brown. And um, when I told him, yes, I'm her mother, he told me that she had passed in a sweat lodge in Sedona, Arizona. And I'm like, past? What do you, you mean dead? You mean she's gone? I I was so blown away at the thought that she went to a self-improvement retreat and spent her life savings doing that Mm -hmm. and lost her life. I was, I was just blown away. My, my life was blown up, um, We then started trying to figure out, um, you know, the trooper couldn't give us much information. He connected us to people in Arizona. Uh, We started to try to piece together what had actually happened. It took us a couple of days of contacting people in Arizona and also people who were at the event to find out exactly how this could have happened. I, you know, I wanted to believe that it was a horrible, terrible accident, but all of a sudden, by Sunday, so that was a Friday, by Sunday, I realized James Ray never called us. Wow. So the man who she was following and was responsible for this event never even reached out to us to tell us what happened on his watch mm-hmm. or to offer any help to transport her body or any her condolences things. condolences or, or sympathies, un- nothing. Unbelievable. And it was at that point that I think I realized... Oh, my gosh. This was not an accident. Something really, really terrible happened here. It might not have been intended, but something happened. And then we also found that uh, another person had died. James Shaw died in the tent with Kirby. And um, nine days later, Liz Newman passed away in the hospital after being on life support for nine days. Oh, my gosh. So how many, many, if you know this, how many people were with Kirby on this retreat? I think there were between 55 and 60 people. Wow. At in this sweat lodge which was the culminating activity of this 5-day spiritual warrior retreat, mm-hmm. which we came to learn there was a lot of mind control stuff going on, a tremendous amount of sensory deprivation throughout the week mm-hmm. and that this 
last activity where people were in this superheated environment, um, it, they, Kirby and, and James Shore didn't, didn't survive. 20 people were taken to area hospitals after this two-hour event. Uh, people were hallucinating, oh. were seizing. Someone thought they were having a heart attack. There was total chaos outside the tent. And when he, we later learned that when uh, Ray was told that Kirby was having trouble breathing, that she had stopped breathing, he didn't do anything to check on her or to stop the ceremony. He insisted that it would continue and the door for people to leave would only be open for a few moments in between rounds that he was controlling. So uh, it was pretty horrifying. So this is why, and thank you for sharing, this is why we call this episode When Help Hurts, right? Because you talk about 55 to 60 people who went in search of betterment, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. I want to be better at what I'm doing. I want to be better at life. Um, And you follow somebody who you have trust in, right? Because of whatever Mm -hmm. they say, not necessarily if they're certified or not. And you go along and you challenge yourself because you, you believe that, you know, this is how you're going to break down, you know, whatever self-limiting beliefs that you have, as you mentioned, and who the here's, it's a, it's a mass, it's a tragedy and, and it's still, it still continues, meaning the industry itself still not self-regulated. So there are plenty of opportunities, unfortunately, for these tragedies to keep occurring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is what tonight's show is about and also what we can do about it. Yeah. Um, scary, scary. So, so do you think, you know, obviously you've suffered this tremendous tragedy. This is your daughter we're talking about. Do you think there's anything good about the self-help industry, Ginny? You know, I'm, I'm a lifelong learner. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I think there are people out there that have um, wonderful suggestions, great advice, great stories, um, tremendously motivational. Um, but I guess what we learned through this was that people can lie about their background and their experience, which, which is what we learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The, the people out there who are providing help, especially if they're unlicensed, they have no professional license, they need to at least be truthful about their backgrounds. Mm-hmm. They need to provide accurate information, let people know, this is my thought, this is my idea, not necessarily that this is what is supported by research. Yeah, well, hold that thought because we have so much more. Stay tuned. More drive time traffic. A collision approaching the Tappan Zee Bridge. More often. Triborough Bridge is the problem. Weekday mornings and afternoons on WCBS 880. You're never more than five minutes away from the latest traffic news. A lot of volume across the upper level now at the uh, GWB. When you need to know, we've got you covered. Inbound Midtown Tunnel, there's a stall past the toll. Traffic and weather together, plus the new bridge and tunnel update. Only on New York's traffic station. WCBS News Radio 880. Hey everybody, I am JG and we are here in studio with Big D, Deirdre Koppelman for Gut Wisdom at WCBS. And tonight, it's Saturday night, and we are talking about a really important topic for those that are looking for self-help, 
looking to get better at what they do and how they do it, Seekers. And uh, we have in studio, wife, mother of four, educator, therapist in private practice, serving both individuals and families, Ginny Brown. And um, she's also the founder of Seek Safely. Google it later. You have to look at the site. There's... It's chock full of wisdoms, and they are an organization whose mission is focused on educating the public about the self-help world, as well as bringing change to an unregulated industry. And uh, and you're you listening know, to Got Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. Well, we all know that, but it's Got Wisdom, <laughs> JJ. <laughs> Thank you. And Ginny's Got Wisdoms. And Ginny, if, uh, listeners, if you're just tuning in, Ginny just shared a story about her daughter Kirby. She Kirby lost Brown. Her daughter. It's her 47th. Today is birthday. her 47th birthday, mm. and uh, Kirby's was uh, one of these free spirits, you know, sounds very entrepreneurial from the story that Ginny uh, was telling us, and, you know, was always looking for a higher purpose and living, how to improve, living how to be better. Life, living life to its fullest. Living life and also how to improve and be better and grow. And unfortunately, uh, this episode, which is called When Help Hurts, um, you know, came her life came to a tragic end in a uh, a spiritual warrior retreat in Arizona, and uh, Kirby lost her life in a sweat lodge with two other people. Correct, Jenny? Right. Yes. And, and twenty and twenty others and, ended up going to the hospital, right? right seeking medical and, attention. And, and and so this is a tribute to Kirby, but it's also for our listeners to bring you wisdoms on how to know where you're getting your information from where you're learning, where you're getting your education from, who's doing it, are they licensed? And I can tell you the self-help industry, a $9.9 billion industry, is not regulated. So with that... Yeah, anybody can set up, you know, post a shingle out their door and say, I'm a life coach, you know? I'm a self-help guru. There's no... There's no licensing. There's no credentialing. There's no mandatory continuing... Education. So I'm curious, Jenny, bringing you back now, share with us, how can you tell, how can you differentiate between the scams mm-hmm. and the real deal? It's really, it's hard because, um, you know, people can lie about their backgrounds and their experiences. However, I think, you know, and, and this is one of the reasons I reached out to, to Deirdre last year, and and the whole concept of gut wisdom, we are often in situations where we get that uh-oh feeling inside that mm. just says, ah, something's a little bit off. Mm-hmm. And we have to pay attention to it. Uh, we tell children to pay attention to it. And adults, we need to pay attention to it, too. Because sometimes when we're in a situation where we feel like, oh, someone is so much more powerful and has so much more information, so much more intelligent than I am, that I, I, I don't pay attention to that inner voice that's saying, this just doesn't feel right. right. I, I think the other piece of this, too, is that all of us need to be self-aware <laughs> and understand our own vulnerabilities. When we're going through difficult things in our life, mm-hmm. and we, we're going to be very vulnerable and open to people just kind of sweeping us along um, to get us to where we're, we're desperately searching. So we need to understand our vulnerabilities. And I think there are some physical things that people need to pay attention to. I, I don't think my daughter understood the power of sensory deprivation 
when you don't sleep, when you don't eat properly, when you don't hydrate properly, your brain is not going to work right. Um, your own in- intuitions are going to be disturbed, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to make the same kind of rational judgments that you would have if your body was properly hydrated and fed. So we need to pay attention to that and understand that when you're in a situation like that, you're putting yourself at great risk. So on our website, we look at all the red flags, things that people should pay attention to when they're at an event or even if they're online um, or if they're in a bookstore looking at something. You know, the, often the, the book is uh, not that, you know, we shouldn't judge the book by its cover kind of thing, right? Right. So, so Ginny, just for but, one second... You founded Seek Safely. That's the website you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the the tragic circumstances around your daughter's uh, circumstances seeking self-help and unfortunately losing her life to it. So tell us a little bit about Seek Safely so that our listeners can also get more information and find out more information about what you're doing. Right. Our mission is really to empower the seeker to be more aware, ask more questions, uh, have more information. And we want to also promote ethics and and safety in the industry. We're asking practitioners to sign a promise of ethics and safety. And uh, we're right now, we also have some legislation in Albany in um, the consumer protection, it's being looked at in the consumer protection committees in both the House and Senate, asking for just some simple, basic um, guidelines to help that that person who's seeking. You know, we're, we're a very safety conscious country, right? You don't yes. go to a little league game without an EMT on the sidelines, right? Right. Of course. And I'm not a big regulation person. I grew up in the '60s, you know. <laughs> Free spirit. I wasn't. I wasn't so sure about the seatbelt thing. You know? <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, we're conscious of physical safety, and yet in this industry. People might be doing very physically challenging things, and there's no regulation that says, well, then you have to have someone on board to manage the risk you're asking people to take. Sure. Yeah, and it's, you know, and it's fascinating because we talk about, I was just talking to somebody else about coaching, sports coaching mm-hmm. here in New York, and you have to be accredited. You know, you go through the New York State Education Department, you get licensed. Right. There are courses, there's training, and everything from fundamentals to first aid mm-hmm. that you need to be aware of. And and I'm sitting there and I'm saying, wow, nobody in the self-help industry is focused no. on that. And I've been to plenty of these things, you know, walk on, um, walk on coals, you know, jump out of buildings or planes and things, you know, experience life. And I'm like, yeah, you know, did, did these guys really know what they were talking about? Right. Bust you know? through your fears. and <laughs> See, I think when you pay for a high-end event, you make an assumption exactly. that the person is going to protect you. 100%. And that assumption cannot be made. So when you're asked to sign a waiver... Uh, to indemnify someone because of the risk you're willing to take, you need to find out what their risk management plan is to minimize the risk you're willing right. to take. Yeah. And uh, people don't usually think of that. I so, well, in this case, there if I if I heard you correctly, there were what fifty five or sixty individuals who went to this spiritual warrior retreat. retreat. Yep. Right. The culminating event is this sweat lodge. And can you what what is a sweat lodge? 
A sweat lodge is a Native uh, American tradition which unfortunately was bastardized in this situation because it's a beautiful cleansing ceremony. That's its intent. And he, James Ray, turned this into a physical challenge, like a test of endurance. Um, It's a low tent, and in the middle is um, superheated rocks that water is thrown on and dispels steam. People were in this environment for approximately two hours in 20-minute segments and were encouraged to remain regardless of how they were feeling, although he did allow people um, could pass by him when he would uh, open the flap for them to leave if they wanted to. But there was a lot of encouragement to stay within this physical environment. Mm-hmm. And he he described it as a marathon and it's interesting because when you go to a marathon, there are water tents and there's a medical tent. Right. You know, so. Right, and this sounds more cult-like than it is uh, anything else. And it's difficult because I think people don't understand what's happening mentally when they've exposed themselves to certain tactics over a period of time. These folks were not in a cult but he used cult-like tactics exactly. to create suggestibility so that their own ability for rational judgment was impaired. You know, I, I, and, and again, I am a, a personal growth junkie. I'm, I love self-help books. You'll for find sure. me in Barnes & Noble probably every Saturday night saying, what's the latest and greatest book? And I, I'm listening to this thinking about myself. When I was probably 18, 19, 20, I would have probably run off and... And done a lot of these things because I was very, you know, I went based on my gut. Oh, it sounds exciting. Let's do it. I had no fear. Right, you get caught up in it. Though, you know, I think about now my own kids, you know, if one of my kids said, hey, I'm going to go do this, I'd be like, well, wait, 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 wait. Let me look into this a little more. Let's do a little due diligence. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a little wiser, maybe a little more gray hair. But how do you you really talk to a child about – you know, hold your horses, calm down. Let's. Well, they may know, not want to hear this. It's so f- it's not just children because it's it's adult children also, sure. and it's just adults. Period. Yeah. And people will do what they want to do based on what they believe. You know, belief, mindset, behavior. If you believe somebody can help you, somebody's going to challenge you to get you where you want to be. Right. That massive self awareness and and breakthrough in your life. Well, you can't really, you know convince somebody else otherwise yes you can say check them out check them out but you know you also see 55 60 people signed up it's a lot of money which again leads to the trust and credibility that this he must have it all or she must have it all and And i'm curious here's my question Ginny. i am sure this is not you know kirby and the two others that lost their lives um in this event you know i'm sure there are others that are harmed at these self-help unregulated, obviously, in the industry, but at these events, why is it that we don't hear of more people, do you think, talking about what's happened? Well, I think uh, when you've been in a situation, if you've spent a lot of money, um, you've really taken big risks, and it hasn't helped you, often 
the person who's running the event kind of convinces you that it was your fault. You didn't believe mm. enough. You didn't try hard enough. So people often walk away feeling that they were unsuccessful themselves, not that maybe what they were being asked to do or told wasn't truthful or had no science behind it. There was no research or proof that if they did certain things, something would happen. Uh, so they believe it's their fault. The the other thing I think that happens is when someone feels they've been scammed, you're embarrassed. You you yeah. feel shamed. Uh, and, and so you just want to hide. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to tell people about it. So, you know, you're going to kind of run for cover. You're not going to come out. And I'll tell you what we have learned in these last years in all what, reaching out to people across the country in the self-help industry and Europe as well is that if someone threatens legal action, they usually paid off and then they can't talk about it. Uh, sounds like something going on every day now. So I, I think it's really important for people to ask a lot of questions uh, be conscious of their own internal sense that something might be off, um, you know, and, and hopefully the information on our website is going to be helpful in educating them to be able to do that. And, you know, the problem, though, is w this is a very logical conversation. Right. And I could see, because I know people that will just jump on board. They're not thinking logically. Right. That's right. You know, they're thinking about, oh, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to go do something that's going to make me better. And when you approach them and say, hey, why don't you think about this? Mm -hmm. I could see them being very put off, like, oh, you don't think I should do that? You don't think that's going to be helpful? Right. Well, and I'm, I'm curious also, just, just to follow Kirby's story here, Ginny, the gentleman, James Ray, who, you know, was the leader of this self-help retreat and, and warrior and all that good stuff, is he, did he, was there any kind of criminal? Was, is he still practicing? Uh, the grand jury in uh, 2010 brought him up on manslaughter charges. Uh, the trial took place in 2011 in Arizona. Um, it lasted for almost a year. It was on court TV. Uh, it was pretty horrifying. Um, the prosecutor spent quite a bit of time defending her right to prosecute. And at the end of the day, he was convicted of negligent homicide and has served 20 months for the three deaths. Okay. I, I'm sure our listeners are sitting there, if you're on the GWB, saying, whoa, <laughs> 20 months for three deaths. And uh, we're going to come back because we've got a lot more wisdoms. You're listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. Stay tuned. Get the news you need whenever and wherever you need it. Follow WCBS on Twitter and like us on Facebook. You can even listen to WCBS on your phone with live streaming and audio on demand with the CBS local app. Stay connected with your favorite news radio station all day long. When you need to know, WCBS has you covered. Ginny Brown is an educator as well as a therapist in private practice. And she's also the founder of Seek Safely, an organization whose mission it is to educate the public that's us, about the self-help world, as well as bring some changes to this unregulated industry. I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your co-host, John Gassman. You're listening to Gut Wisdom, and we are so grateful to have Ginny Brown, founder of Seek Safely, here in studio with us. So Ginny, welcome back. Thank you. It's been a, it's been a little bit of a heavy show. Uh, listeners, if you've just tuned in, 
uh, Seek Safely, which is the organization that Ginny founded, came from a tragedy from losing uh, her daughter, Kirby Brown, a bright, um, free spirit, entrepreneur, always looking to help others and uh, and be a better person. And in her pursuit of self-help and empowerment and breaking through barriers and fears and self-limiting beliefs, uh, she caught on to, you know, one of these self-help gurus and yeah. these big events with, uh, you know, a big retreat costs a lot of money. So you believe that the leader must know what they're doing. And uh, tonight we're here to tell you in the $9.9 billion self-help industry, it's not regulated. So no matter what you're paying, um, that does not mean uh, that uh, you are getting educated by somebody who knows what they're doing. And there's a lot of danger involved in that. Kirby is not the only one who lost her life. There were two other people who lost their lives as well. Uh, 20 plus others were were ill and taken to hospitals. And uh, there were 55 or 60 people at this retreat. And the gentleman running it, the leader, the guru, served uh, 20 months. And uh, I'm just curious, Ginny, first of all, welcome. I'm glad you're here and thank you so much. We are thank so you. grateful that you're sharing this story. And we are celebrating Kirby's 47th birthday uh, tonight is uh, the twenty months after the uh, the big self help guru served. Is he still? Is he back in the self help world after these deaths? Yeah, he's he's recreating himself and he's using the event as an example of how he has overcome incredible adversity in his life. That he lost his business and his freedom mm. and suffered because of this terrible accident. Uh, but but he's reemerged strong. So now this had to happen in order for him to learn how to deal with adversity, so he can help others. I'm speechless. Yes, JJ. You know, about two weeks ago in our office, uh, someone approached me at an event and said, "Hey, I'd like to come meet with you and share with you, you know, what I do, and maybe you can refer me some people." And he came up. He met in our conference room, Doctor. Smith, I'll just say. And we started talking and I said, so t share with me a little bit about your background. And what he said was ultimately, you know, what I do today is I help people with their issues. You know, I am really focused on helping men break through barriers, you know, the ceiling of complexity. And I said, wow, oh, wow that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I could probably refer you some people, doctor. And then I said, so, by the way, what are you a doctor in? Is it psychiatry, psychology? Like, what are you a doctor of? And he says, doctor of chiropractor. Mm -hmm. He's a chiropractic. Remember, we had this conversation. I Quinn, know. Quinn was the one who picked up on it. And I said, wait a minute, what makes you all of a sudden the expert in being able to help people with, you know, their mind issues, with their with their personal right. spiritual health related issues like when did you become right they're like, emotional health. why why are you using doctor right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as a chiropractor but portraying right. yourself really as you know someone who as more like a psychologist or psychiatrist so i think you know what i'm hearing you say and you know i think about all the courses that i've gone to over the years how important it is to do your due diligence. To really know uh, who you're going to. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, what experience do they have? What's their process? How do they do this? Can they give you references of other people that have gone through something similar? I mean, you, you're, you're, this is truly a tragedy, and I said this on the break. 
you know, we expect to bury a parent, we expect to bury a brother, a sister, a sibling, but never a child. Never ever a child. No, it's a it's a grief unlike no other. Mm. Right. What did you say? It's a club you didn't want to be part of? Right. That's what my husband says. And, and so this gentleman is still practicing now, right? Is he rebuilding yes. his business? Yes. And and I you know, I certainly believe he never intended this to happen, but he still doesn't seem to understand that the things he did caused it to happen. Right. So that's my difficulty with him because I believe everyone deserves a second chance. That's not my problem with him. Yeah. So, so I think I, I think for our listeners, whatever whatever you're seeking, whatever you're looking to do, whatever whoever you're looking to hire, I mean, you have to check their background. Last week we had Guy Madalone. He spoke about the importance of, you know, putting people on the books, the nannies, the caregivers. You have to do your due diligence and understand who are the people that you're hiring? Who are the people you're going to work with? What experience do they have? What guarantees do they offer? Yeah. I think you need to do your due diligence on yourself, too, to really ask yourself, what is it I'm expecting? What am I seeking? What what am I walking away from to find something completely new and different? Because sometimes our expectations are completely unrealistic, and we're looking at a very vulnerable time in our life. Right, but again, you're thinking very logically, and I think when a lot of people make some decisions about seeing, seeking a self-help guru, they're emotional. Sure. Deci- these sure. decisions are made Definitely. on emotions, Definitely. not based on logic. You're, and and, uh, you, and you want to believe. I mean, let's take it out of... Self-help. I'm not really sure if this is this is considered self-help, but think of the the psychics that that fill audiences, coliseums, mm-hmm. hundreds of people, and they're mediums. Okay, that's right. Right. I don't know if that's part of. Uh, would that be considered part of self-help? I have no idea. But the yes. fact is, is that people want to believe that the person on the stage can connect with their mm-hmm. departed loved mm-hmm. one, and 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 th- that belief is so strong. So strong that you get caught up in it. It's no to me. It's not any different than following a self help guru who says, "I'm going to help you uh, be stronger. I'm going to help you overcome your fear, and you're going to do things that you you won't believe that you can do, and and maybe you'll you'll have some discomfort. You're going to walk in some uncomfortable shoes, but I promise you, when you get out of it, and when you hear things like that, and you need something like that, you want to believe it, you will believe it. That's right. Yeah. You know, and I think about stuff that you do inside of companies. I mean, you are focused on organizational development. Let's just preface, preface, I am certified in many different things. (laughs) But you're not a psychologist. You're not a geriatric care manager. And I let people know right from the beginning. Exactly. That's the point, is that when you come in and you're working with a team, with a leadership team, you know, hey, guys, this is what I do. And this is what I don't do. Right. I'm a very good listener. I am not a clinician. Exactly. I am trained mm-hmm. in X, Y, and Z in organizational development. I am certified in X, Y, and Z assessments. I put it right out there. I think in, actually, JG, when you and I first spoke, how many years ago that was, I remember having a conversation with you when you were potentially going to hire me. I don't know if you remember this conversation. It was it was on a Thanksgiving. I was making turkey. I was at home. And you were asking me all these questions. And I made it very clear, day one, I just want to let you know. I, am not, I want to manage your expectations. This is what I can do. This is, this is who I am. And this is who I'm not. Do you yeah. remember that? 
So yeah. on the, on your so. website, you have all these red flags listed. Yeah, so Seek and, Safely. Yeah. Let, let's just get that website address out there, Jenny. It's Seek, S-E-E-K, which stands for Self-Empowerment Through Education and Knowledge, safely.org. Mm-hmm. And listeners, and it's a nonprofit. It's a five hundred one c three organization. It's a five hundred one c three. We 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 are trying to reach the practitioner, asking them to sign a promise. There are people on the website you can check who have signed the promise to practice in an ethical and safe way, and you can look at the values that they're giving um, adherence to. And then we also have the red flags for people to check out, as well as a lot of different resources for people to understand sensory deprivation, the difference between self-help and a cult, what's some of the language that's used, so that people have a better sense of what they're walking into and can better evaluate their experiences. I recall, isn't there a... um a celebrity I just read about whose daughter might be involved in something like that? Yes, um, Oxenberg and... and Catherine Oxenberg. And the um, the organization is Nexium, which is in Albany. And this kind of... He, he advertises himself as a self-help uh, practitioner, a self-help guru. So there's somewhat of a slippery slope, I think, when, when people get caught up in a particular group and when you're following someone who is putting themselves as kind of the only one who has the knowledge that you have to give total adherence to, Mm -hmm. that's a huge red flag because Mm -hmm. that's a sign of a cult. Mm -hmm. What do you want Kirby's legacy to be? I would like people to know who Kirby is so that the way she lived her life will inspire others to live with the passion and the purpose and the joy that she exhibited every single day. And I'd like her death to serve as that cautionary tale that as you're struggling and wanting to grow, to be aware and to be careful. Mm-hmm. Go with your eyes wide open as well as an open heart. Have open eyes. Well, I would like to say this. Thank you, Ginny. Listeners, you know, if this is your first time listening to Gut Wisdom or you're one of our favorites and loyalists and you listen every week, you know we always give something away. It's usually a book or an event. Tonight we're asking you, in honor of Kirby Brown's birthday, to go to Seek Safely, S-E-E-K-S-A-F-E-L-Y.org, and either maybe you want to donate $4.70 because it's (laughs) Kirby's 47th birthday. Maybe you want to fish around and maybe sign a petition. Maybe you just want to do something and educate yourself so that if you know anybody who gets into a situation that could be dangerous, you might be the person who can help. So maybe we're asking you tonight to do something uh, for all of us and for Kirby. I think that would be um, a good gift. What do you think, JJ? Wow. This has been a very emotional show. You know, the wild, wild west of uh, self-help, I'll call it. That's yeah. how I think of this. It's amazing. In I never even age. thought of it. You know, I know. I, I, it's so not on my radar. And it's all around us. Everywhere we look, our messages about improve your life, improve your business, grow this, grow that. Everywhere we look is self-help. So yeah. on that note, listeners, I know you won't let us down. You're going to go to Seek Safely, S-E-E-K, safely.org. And uh, you're going to fish around. You're going to educate yourself. Maybe you'll sign a petition. 
Maybe you'll even donate the $4.70 for Kirby's 47th birthday, which is today. So we want to give you a huge thank you, Ginny, for sharing with us and, and being vulnerable and sharing Kirby's story and, and, and enlightening us and uh, being here. Really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Thank all of our listeners, as always. Please go, go check out our Facebook page. Post some notes about the shows you like. Check out prior episodes. You can either get them on iTunes or on the website. We love the feedback from all of you. So continue to give us feedback because, look, that's how Ginny ended up being here. I know. Here. It's crazy. I, <laughs> I keep forgetting that, Ginny, you were a listener who reached out almost a year ago. And, and here you are today. And here you are today. and Sharing and, important wisdoms. Yeah, and to our partners at WCBS 880, thank you for supporting Gut Wisdom. We know uh, it's new. It's not really so new anymore, but it's new for the station, and and we appreciate that you took a chance on us. And, uh, you know, we strive every week to bring wisdoms. That that is exactly what Gut Wisdom is about. We want to pay forward wisdoms to help other people and uh, so that we can live a better life. And check out our new Instagram Gut Wisdom. We're posting stories. You're out of here. All right, everybody. Have a great Saturday night. Till next week. You've been listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. Gut Wisdom comes your way every Saturday night at 7 p.m. on WCBS 880 or anytime at gutwisdom.com. That's wisdom spelled with a Z.